0: I must admit, I have struggled. I've gone back and forth on, should I share this episode? I do not believe that you can do what I do. I do not believe I can do what you do. I do not believe I can take, rinse and repeat what other people have done. We applaud and we clap for those we see winning, but we'll learn the most from those who we understand their journey and how they got there. When we focus on time as a finite resource, what that leads to us is having a mindset of scarcity. We focus our attention how how long is this gonna take? It delays our movement. I knew that I needed to earn a lot more to feel financially better so I can actually pay my bills comfortably. And me thinking about how long is this is gonna take was not a factor. It was more around what do I need to do? What are the steps I need to take to help elevate me? That forward leap, that first one, which was painful, hurt, uncomfortable, but it moved me forward. And then I took another one. And welcome to Everyday Leadership podcast where you get to listen and learn how to lead yourself personally and professionally through the lessons and life experiences my guests share in the hope that it challenges and inspires you to lead yourself from the inside out and not the outside in. How do you go from 25 pounds an hour to Hundred x that number in ten years or less. That's what we're going to talk about today in everyday leadership. Welcome. Today you have me, and I must admit, I have struggled. I've gone back and forth on should I share this episode? Should I talk about this? I don't tend to talk about numbers or financials or things like that. But I felt convicted to. I have this this saying, this quote, where we applaud and we clap for those we see winning but we'll learn the most from those when we understand from those who we understand their journey and how they got there and what that means is a lot of times it's the process that's more important is a process that's more relevant and i say that and then i counteract that with i do not believe that you can do what i do I do not believe I can do what you do. I do not believe I can take, rinse and repeat what other people have done. But I do believe you can learn a lot about the the mindset, the mentality and the different ways that people have gone about elevating what looks like growth, progress and success in their individual lives and take those elements, add that to your experience and then you can go and do your own thing. That's what I believe. And fundamentally, that's what Everything Leadership stands for. It's about how do we learn from people's lives, how they lead themselves both personally and professional day in, day out. I don't, accolades are great and they're nice, but they come and they go. There's so many people I've talked to who have won awards, who have built unicorn companies, who are worth over a billion. And they talk about how empty all of that is, whereas what they talk about in terms of what's been real for them has been around their friends, their family, their relationships. And actually it's been about some of the the struggle. That's what they remember. That's what they hold on to. So over the weekend, I mean, my wife were clearing out and doing some work in in our house. And we came across some very old statements, pay slips from when I used to work in corporate. And in fact, I found my last, Proper contract, and it's actually about a year, over the year. It is nine, nine, ten, eleven, eleven years, (laughs) eleven years to the day of when I said yes. And that role that I worked, I walked into, took me from, I think at that point I was earning just over thirty k, to earning just over fifty k almost doubled my salary, which at that point in time was absolutely unheard of, felt absolutely amazing. But at the same time, I had two kids in private school, a mortgage to pay for, and so much more stuff. So it was still tough. And yet, going from earning circa, I think 25 at the start, I walked up to 25 because I had pay rises all the way throughout, and I got promotions all the way throughout quite quickly. Then when I came in, it was like 23 pounds an hour. And now, when I do keynote talks, I charge no 100x. I charge more than 100x for that. I would charge you 5k for a keynote talk for an hour. And yeah, I was earning 25 pounds plus an hour, just circa 10 years ago. And it seems like it's radical. Seems like it's absolutely crazy. And the reason why I wanted to share those numbers and share that reality with you, it links back to something I've been thinking about a lot recently. I've been talking a lot about it with clients and it's around that um, time versus energy. See, a lot of times we think about things in time. Time is a finite resource. Yep. And when we focus on time as a finite resource, what that leads to us is having a mindset of um, scarcity. And when we have a mindset of scarcity, that stops us from moving forward because we focus our attention on how long is this gonna take? How much time is this gonna take? And therefore that weight holds us from stepping forward. It delays our movement. And when we stop looking at it as how long this is gonna take, and instead we start to focus on the power of momentum, the power of energy, things begin to shift and move very, very differently. I can attest to that. When I was earning this money many, many years ago, I knew that I needed to earn a lot more to feel financially better so I can actually pay my bills comfortably um, so that I could feel like I could handle the different responsibilities in my house. I can do a lot more stuff. That was on my mind. And me thinking about how long was this gonna take was not a factor. It was more around what do I need to do? What are the steps I need to take to help elevate me? Now, I didn't think I was going to earn what I earn now. I didn't think I was going to do what I do now. That was not the plan. But it was more around the fact that I knew I did not want to be where I was. Even though going from 30 to 50K is absolutely almost double, like I said. Absolutely unheard of, especially at that point in time. And it felt great, but that wasn't like, yep, I've made and done. It was like, no, there's more to come. There's more I wanted to do. I remember when we got married, and we know I've had, I say all the time. We were poor. We we, we were not poor. We were poor. Um, I had to step down, and I remember us I to say to her, "We had our, our son. Maybe we're gonna get out of this. Maybe we're gonna get out of this." Remember, we didn't have nothing. In fact, my first job was at Barclays. I was earning eleven thousand five hundred pounds. She wasn't working at that time because we just come out of university, and um, we also had our son really, really early on. So she was not working. It was just all me, eleven k. A house, renting a brand new kid to look after the recession happening. Can you imagine? There was not, there was hardly anything coming into our pockets. And I should tell her we're gonna get through this. We're gonna get through this. We're gonna get through this. And over the years, I asked her like, "Why did you believe me?" Because our circumstances did not say anything whatsoever in line with what the words that were coming out of my mouth. Why is it that you believe me? You had the faith I would go? She's like. Because I knew you were. I knew your strength of character. Even before we got married, I've seen you move and operate. And you're someone, when you say you're going to do something, you're going to do something. And those words have always stayed with me. Because when I think about energy, when I think about forward momentum, that's what drove me. That's what moved me from those numbers where I was then to where I am right now. And apparently, like I say, it wasn't, I wasn't dreaming about the numbers. I didn't know what numbers were going to be right now. But I knew that I wanted a better life for my family. And therefore, I was willing to sacrifice. I was willing to do things very, very different to people. I took a lot of <laughs> a lot of leaps outside my comfort zone. Because I knew, what I, I knew that that forward leap, that first one, which was painful hurt, uncomfortable, but it moved me forward. And then I took another one, and then took another one. And that is what momentum is all about. It's that constant motion, it's that forward movement that can take you from where you are right now to where you want to be. It moves it from looking at it from a, um, what's the right word to use? Scarcity mindset, more to a ripple effect kind of mentality see when one is deeply immersed in the pursuit of progress something remarkable happens time becomes your ally it's no longer your enemy it becomes an ally because with the focus on momentum you find that you advance significantly quicker towards your goal you ever been in an office and or at home and you you're waiting for that clock? And it just ticks and ticks. And you look up again, there's only a second pass. And you look up again, it's only a minute pass. And it ticks and ticks. When you're doing something you don't love, something you don't enjoy, time drags. And because you're constantly looking at the time and not focusing on what you're doing, that's what happens. But when you love what you're doing, you look up three o'clock, you look up again, four o'clock, like, wow, an hour passed just like that. I didn't feel it. Because you're not focused on the time, you're focused on the work at hand. And that's the difference. It's not about the time. Time's going to fly past one way, shape, or form. But where are you? Where's your energy focused? Where's your attention focused? That's the difference. If you haven't already, can you please follow the podcast? It really helps us grow and it tells the apps that it's a podcast worth listening to. Which the fact that you're listening to means that it is and other people need to know about it. In Apple Podcast, if you click the three dots in the top right... Of your app, look for the follow button and click on it. And in Spotify, the follow button should be just below the show's artwork. Now let's get back into today's episode. And think about it in this way. You think about um progress. There are a lot of things that we do. In fact, I remember someone I, don't name of it, I think it was the IG creators, I've gone their their names now. And they talked about the the love and the joy they had when they came up with IG and it was a good IG at the start and how they used to lose themselves in the work and building the platform and all that kind of stuff and how joyful it was. And they look up and they first got rejected and then they got brought over and, and all that bits and pieces. But they were like, the length of time it took them from when they built the platform to when they sold the platform, it felt like a, snaps, um, a split second. It wasn't. It was a lot of time. It was a lot of effort. It was not easy at all, a lot of pain and struggle, but it felt that way because they didn't focus on the time. They didn't focus on we want to sell this thing. They focused on the love of the tech and building something new and bringing that to the world. That's the difference. The journey towards any goal is not merely a function of time, but a testament. I want to say it again, a testament to energy and the full momentum that you invest in it. So when you shift your focus from looking at the clock and focusing on the journey itself, but instead focusing on what you can do and where your energy is flowing to, you can unleash amazing potential and you can make strides towards what you want to accomplish. I believe with every fiber being in my body whatsoever, that every single person has a unique calling. You have a unique calling. And when you choose to walk in that unique calling, that's when time no longer becomes an issue. And that's when you start to move in full momentum. But for you to step into that unique calling, it's also gonna require you sacrificing something. And that sacrifice could be gates, It could be friends, sometimes it could be family, sometimes it could be social media, it could be whatever that looks like. There's always a sacrificial element involved. I remember when I was building and going from the first year at Johnson Controls when I got the contract in 2012, to over the next three years. My forward momentum was, in fact, the first one of the major things I did was I paid off my student loans. Like I said, I had mortgage, two kids in private school, all that kind of stuff. So it was like, when someone asked me, why do you want to pay a student loans now? You don't have to. There's no big stress on it. Why do you pay a student I was like, for me, it's the biggest thing I have right now that I can use as a marker for me that I'm moving forward. So I want to pay off my student loans. And when I did it, it felt absolutely amazing. But here's the funny thing. I shared that with two of my friends and I shared it in a wider group and it became this thing like, wow, man can't pay for students student loans. What about me? He encouraged other people to do something. And that's why I really wanted to share about me going from earning 25 pounds um, 10, 11 years ago to over 100x that 10, 11 years later. Because someone said to me yesterday, a lot of times when you do stuff, you don't talk about it. And they're talking about it is not about you bragging, they're talking about it is you showing other people that it is possible, that it can be done. And that's an example of representation that we don't think about too often. And that stayed with me, I'm like, you know what? You're right, there are, that's why I get people on podcasts to share their stories and their journey. There are amazing people doing amazing things and I wanna hear about their process, I wanna hear about their journey, I wanna hear about their relationship, I wanna hear about their struggles so why don't I share mine? That progress from twenty three to twenty five. I'm just going to double back, twenty three pounds to twenty five pounds, which worked out to circa, I think five to ten k increase over like eighteen months. Men that I went from working in a role that I was employed for to working in a role that I did that did not exist in eighteen months. My future of my my manager at that point in time created a new role for me because i had carved out that niche for myself i had stepped into another role which was not mine i i took over that role but i i grabbed it with both hands so i created a niche for myself and she saw me just moving and moving and moving she's like we need to keep him so let me separate my team so i can give him um a responsibility giving the team to look after and and that way we can give him more money now that was a good leader because she saw that what can I do to help keep this guy motivated, to keep him engaged, to give him something very, very different. And then also, I don't have to manage the team directly. I can just manage him and look after the rest of the team. It was a very, very different way. And she got pushed back for doing that because it was unheard of for that company at the time. But again, great leader. It's not about that. It's about how do you keep on elevating yourself and moving forward and moving forward. So I was moving forward in my career, Not even me as a entrepreneur, I was moving forward in my career. And that forward momentum to pay my, um, paying off my street of loans and then hustling along the way to make money in different ways and spaces and places so I could pay for the different bills that I had because what I had wasn't wasn't enough, kept me going. And it was challenging. It was tough. After that, I moved from, um, from just Controls, started my own company. First one I did, went really, really well. Then I had some challenges, felt got called me, Started of something else, again, from ground zero. In that 10, 11 years, I've taken probably three massive leaps of faith. Every single time I've done it, apart from my wife, a lot of people have, been, have asked me the question, what the hell are you doing? Why are you doing that? What you got right now is patterned. What you got right now is great. That seems very risky, seems very stupid. It's the wrong time. I've had that so many times that forward momentum faith my wife forward momentum and that energy is what's moved me from where i am or where i was to where i'm right now so i say all that to say this stop looking at time you looking at time does not move you forward you looking at time does not shift anything in your life you focusing on what you can do, what you can focus on, what you can pour your energy into, what can make you just take the next step. And dig in. that's the key. That's what your viewpoint should be. The journey is not easy. I never sugarcoated should, should anything. It. it is not easy. And whether you're in a corporate life, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're doing absolutely nothing and just chilling. It doesn't make a difference. We all have something in our life that we want to focus on. That can be like, you know what, I want to spend time and energy on my relationship and work hard at it because that requires, that's the most amount of energy that you need. It's not about the time. That was purely about energy. What does that look like for you? That's my question that I want you to think about. What does that look like for you? Where you currently focused on wasting time and what you need to focus your energy on? How do you step into your own greatness, into your own story? How do you take complete charge of your life in every single area? This was a massive shock for me when I looked at the timeline that it took me to go from where I was then to where I'm right now. I'm where I want to be. There's so many things I want to accomplish. And 2024 is going to be an absolutely amazing year, no doubt. But I'll say all that to just remind you. Greatness is internal. That's it. Greatness is internal. Greatness is how you lead yourself. Greatness is how you show up for yourself. Greatness is that in- inside voice that keeps you pushing forward. Isn't that time you stepped into your greatness? While you're still recovering from that, amazing conversation let me give a quick preview of what we got coming up next week make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out when you're in consulting you work in these large organizations full of thousands of people you live in abundance of research all your frameworks are based on an organization that has lots of resources everything about what you do is for an enterprise a large corporate that has loads of people to carry out what you need once you get into startups that's like scale ups as you know even a seven figure like eight figure scale up could still be a team of five or seven people so you still don't have all the resources that you need and you still have to find a way to be agile and you know not have you know all these process maps down to, down from, um, from like level zero down to like level like five six seven like all mapped out so you have to you have to unlearn that thing that makes you try and find the structure try and find you know the deeper process and you have to be more willing to make it as you go along or um be ready to pivot and turn and not be so like tied down into a certain way of doing things so you, you have to learn it